Guys never get headaches. Welcome to the Open Mic Pain with Anthony and Wayne Podcast. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Open Mic Pain with Anthony and Wayne. Today I am joined by my guest host, not guest host, co-host, Anthony Eugenio. Anthony, how are you doing today? I'm okay. Lukewarm after that intro. I gotta say, Wayne, that was, yeah. that was bottom five. That was bottom had, five. It, it was, and I had the arms going. I, I, I know, you're getting all excited. <laughs> exactly. You're like, well, if you're listening for audio, go fuck yourself, but I'm doing a <laughs> stupid hand motion. <laughs> I So I'm, I'm excited because uh, we're doing... Um, Another episode similar to the Bikaki episodes, but with one of my jokes. And it's yes. not an old joke, but it's a it's a it's a newer joke that I wrote. Um, well, everything's newer that I wrote for the most part. But um, we're gonna base it off of my Richard the Gay Ghost joke. So a cool thing about that is you will be able to hear me do this joke live, not live, but you'll hear it on the podcast. You'll hear a recording of it. But. I've been trying to work on this joke, and Anthony has been trying to help me punch it up, and it's just not working for the same reason that Bikaki wasn't working. So we're like, fuck it. This is the this is the new Bikaki. So we're going to work on this joke together but separately and uh, see what comes of it. So, um, yeah, I mean, where do you want to start from there? Should we talk about what my version of the joke is now? I mean, I'm not going to do it word for word, but... Well, I think we should establish the premise. So what is a, this joke had started because I went to a birthday party at your house and I uh, got you got your mail uh, pretty close to that. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about how that you need to make a joke about that. There has to be a joke about yeah. that area, too. And then yep. um, I remember talking about the booty hole part of your joke and, and getting into the, the ghost era of it. So why don't we just talk about, like, what is the bit? Because I'm going to be taking your premise as well. Like, I, I'm going to yeah. say my neighbor di- died or whatever. You know. So, what... So, actually, where where this... Wow, I actually forgot about this. But where this started was I had written a joke about um, a ghost. And having it coach you in things in life, especially sex. And the initial tag, uh, the initial punchline of it was, uh, you know, don't forget to stick a finger in her booty hole. And that was right before that birthday party when I got the uh, the Out magazine, and you came over and you said, "Dude, this this is it. It's not just a ghost; it's a gay ghost, and it's not stick a finger in her her booty hole; it's your booty hole." And I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" So that changed everything. So the premise is that I've never been haunted before; I've never seen a ghost, but now I want to because I bought a house and I know who would haunt me. Because the guy that lived here before me was a gay man, and he died. And I still get his mail, and part of that mail is out magazine. And in the joke, I read all of these magazines, and he's watching me as a ghost read them, so that he now thinks I'm a closeted gay man. So uh, when I'm you know, having sex with my wife, he sees me as a fraud, and he's trying to coach me into being the true gay man that I am. So it's you know it's that's the premise of it that's that's the the trajectory of the joke. Yeah, that was more than the premise. That was a good synopsis of your joke. You're gonna pretty start to finish, so that's good. 
Uh, so my idea is to take that premise of I bought a house off of a uh, gay man who died, and uh, now I think he might be haunting me, and the angle that I took is to just lean a lot more into how fucking awesome that would be because of how great gay guys are at fucking uh, just by the numbers. Because uh, if you think about it, like there's the 10,000-hour rule. Do anything from 10,000 hours and you become a master at it. That uh, no matter what, you're building a table, doing comedy, plowing an asshole. Definitely has that <laughs> same exact time frame. And even Will Smith in his prime in Hitch, he's still working to nail ladies. He he has to work for it. It's not nailing everybody that he walks down the street. He has to, you know, put in the... It's still scarcity. We're all just starving lions in the Sahara when you're a guy trying to, you know, go and, you know, get get to plow a lady. But if you're gay, it's the floodgates are open. So my idea is to say that... um I wrote one line, and this is what gave me the idea that we should separate this joke into doing this, is that um, if you're a straight, like for me, every bit of sexual encounter I get is like taking a sip off of a leaf in a desert of rainwater as it comes down. I'm like, oh, please, thank you, God. Oh, man, I was just (laughs) about to die. And gay dudes leave the faucet open all day. They just rain and come all in their life. So... (laughs) To me, I'm like, who else better to learn from? Yeah. Right, Wayne? I mean, think about it. Like, guys are always asking, and the other half always has a headache, you know? Guys never yeah. get headaches. No. <laughs> Could you bet? I bet they don't even ask. Like, I bet it's not even like a, uh, hey, are you feeling, like, what do you think we should? I bet there's just like a... um like you, they both walk in the room, and you just hear wah 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 wah, and then like the, like the the motor starts going, and they don't even need to, they don't even make eye contact, they just lean away from the force, and they come together. That's how I see it going, and it's exciting to me because again, how like how like, I wanted to learn jujitsu from a guy constantly rolling in jujitsu. I want to learn from a master, a guy who's. Who's putting those reps in? I don't want to learn from fucking Matthew McConaughey who's having sex, what, once a day if he's lucky? See, the like, you think that's a lot? If he's lucky. If he's lucky he's having sex once a day, these gay dudes are fucking, that is part of the curriculum. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm putting a lot of this on. I'm just assuming stuff. But still, that's the that's the bit. So, as you can see, I find it really entertaining to get Mr. Miyagi'd by a gay dude for sex, like <laughs> in a way where he's just, I'm so novice to their excellence. So that that's the angle I'm going to try taking it. Now, are you going to keep it a ghost or are you going to just keep it like a gay neighbor? No, I'm going to say that the gay, the guy died in, in the mail. I wanted to have the essence of your joke. So I, I want to have the same, like, oh my God, I found his, his mail to it. But I'm, I'm just going to say like, I was not scared by the, the, idea of having him haunt me i welcomed it because they say that like to get Mm. haunted by a uh, ghost or demon you have to invite them into your life i will invite this into my life i need it (laughs) i need uh, somebody to you know casper guide my dick it's funny you say that because i have a part to the joke that i've never done on stage uh but it's the 
it's there at the very end. It's basically, I, I'm really nervous that he would try to get me to, uh, he would try to fuck me. And, but on the flip side, it's probably not that bad. If you're going to experiment with your sexuality, you might as well do it with a ghost. There's a lot of benefits to it. For one, if somebody walks in on you, they're not going to see the ghost. They're going to think you're having a seizure. And if they do see the ghost, who's going to believe them? Uh, I don't think ghosts have STDs. The only thing Richard's going to give me in terms of STDs is getting sex to death. And then if, uh, you know, if it goes wrong, you know, just call an exorcist. Uh, I I don't know if it's that funny, but it's something that I've had in my notes. I'm like, I just never had a chance to do it. (laughs) I wonder if like Richard had like ghost raisins or ghost pineapple that day, whether his like ectoplasm would be different. (laughs) Just a little bit better tasting. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Not not smell like bleach. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's not good. You should talk to somebody. (laughs) I need to put a serious PSA here that if if your cum smells like bleach. You've done something wrong. <laughs> I was trying to cure COVID. I... Yeah, hey. <laughs> you could just inject it into your veins, everybody, I guess. So, uh, it, why don't we just do that? That was... A, uh, all right, quick aside. Quick aside down the Anthony. We're going to call it the Anthony rabbit hole, where uh, I go down a road that I don't even know where I'm going, and I hope that it leads to somewhere funny, but man. Can we just be in remembrance of the time that during COVID, Donald Trump was like, what? Why don't you just inject bleach into your veins? I would take care of it, right? And the lady who is like the head of medicine for the United States had to look at him like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, totally. He's the president. (laughs) 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 That's why he will always get, I'm sorry, fuck you guys. He's going to get my vote. Not because of whatever he does in there, but. I need that. Like, we need, as a country, the only thing that will make us get out of this shithole is to have that guy give us the beautiful comedy that he gives us. Joe Biden does not give us comedy. He just really inappropriately talks to little girls. And that's not funny. That's not funny at all. Because it's just weird. I don't think his nose is making words. This... It's not yeah. words. He might, he might, uh, it might cackle because <laughs> I'm sure he has pneumonia because he's got a little bit of liquid in his lungs probably at all times. So yeah, that's disgusting. But Donald Trump would go up to that same little girl and he'd be like, tell me you met the Donald. And he'd, you know, he said it. He said, it. He said what he'd do. And you would, and again, it would, no matter what though, I promise you'd be funny. And as comedy, as comedians, we need it. We fucking need that shit. I gotta say, on another quick aside, he is definitely the funniest president that we've ever had. Like his sense of humor is so good. Love him or hate him, like he is. He he had me laughing so many times, whether it was intentional or not. Uh, he he was pretty funny. Yeah, Ronald Reagan's wife. I know it's not she wasn't the president at the time, but man, she's got a she's close. She's close because she used to do like um, she's do like tarot card readings. And she used to say that, like, the Holy Spirit was talking to her and, and then, you know, Reagan should bomb a foreign country. So that was cool. I miss her. But, yeah, I just want, you know, I just want was to she... bring back. Oh, go ahead. Re- Reagan was the actor, right? Yeah. 
Cowboy. So we can do a quick spoiler alert for uh, the Michelle Wolf special. Mm. I'll give you three seconds. One, two, three. I don't know if you got to this part yet. Uh, I think we're I think we're going to do an episode on this, but there was one joke in there. She talked about uh, it was Nancy Reagan, right? Yeah, Nancy. Is it, yeah, talked about Nancy Reagan being the throat goat in Hollywood, and I was fucking dying, dude. Like, yeah, that was the thing. <laughs> dude, that was such a good, such a good joke. <laughs> she just she so she'd known for just fucking laying the smack down on cocks in Hollywood. She gets King Cock, Ronald Reagan at the time, and he's like, you know what? I think I'm gonna rule the the free world. Uh, I'm very good at. Um, riding horses and he got to take that skill which wasn't really that great of a skill and he ended up seeing aliens apparently i'm gonna take it to aliens yeah i think he saw aliens but yeah his crazy ass bitch wife nancy um just was a loose cannon and they both went senile and, and it was rough towards the end there but you know mr gorbachev tear down that wall that was cool yeah it was a good that time. Was cool. That was tight of him to do that. <laughs> that was cool to take uh, down that wall. So, uh, where what what is this episode about? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Richard the Gay Ghost and you doing your version of it. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So there, our dichotomy is you are going to showcase more of the ghost side of things. My idea yeah. is the second I figure out the ghost is gay, I get excited and I just start talking about how I want to be hitch by a gay yeah. guy, a gay ghost instead of Will Smith. Yeah, I <laughs> I love this so much. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for this. Um, I think at the beginning of this episode, or maybe maybe uh, at some point in the middle here, I have. I have a good, uh, I think I have a good audio and video of me doing this at Coffee and Cotton um, in kind of an older form. Uh, maybe I'll play that for reference. And then, you know, obviously, just like we did with Bikaki, maybe we'll go back to One Broadway and uh, we'll do a similar thing, get some really nice audio and video and then show each one. But um, so I guess before we end, I. <sighs> Do either of us have any sort of uh, ideas for the other's version? Mm. I guess for me, I, I kind of said it. Uh, I, I, I guess maybe for me, uh, it would be what I said about the, you know, guys never get headaches or whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if, if I was writing your version, I'd probably throw that in there. But um I like that, though. That'll fit in there in some way. I'll, I'll Anthony it, but it'll work. I wanted you to do Pratchett Swayze in there somewhere, but again, I don't know if you're, that's going to land on you, uh, bring up Patrick Swayze in your, in your setup. Yeah, pre- yeah, and Ghost, yeah, I know that. Just so, I just think that, uh, again, like him coming down and doing pottery with you or something somewhere in your joke, that'd be nice. Maybe, maybe if it's not even that, maybe if I uh, just reference, like, like the unchained melody, mm. mm-hmm. like maybe maybe I'll I'll be doing something. Maybe, maybe I could throw a point in there where I'm doing something that's almost like pottery, like I just hear unchained melody playing. 
Oh man. <laughs> I mean, maybe too that like, you can do. What the fuck is that? <laughs> but the, what if you did like again the gay version of the pottery scene? Like you were like, there I was, filling sausage casings with meat. <laughs> <laughs> I've made sausage in the past. <laughs> I have I have a sausage attachment for my KitchenAid for real. <laughs> and then you just see <laughs> you just see Richard's hands yeah. come around the side of you. And so let me and show stroke you. Stroke the sun. <laughs> <laughs> he goes right around me and just goes straight for the sausage case. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> your eyes do 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 your bed. Oh yes. fuck. That was exactly my Oh man, I'm I'm gonna have to maybe so I have that part like what's he gonna do to haunt me out of the closet? Maybe I'll make that just a little bit longer. And maybe maybe I'll make it like a, it actually happened to me. <laughs> type of thing. Like yeah, I was making sausages. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way because I could just picture that like everybody's gonna go right to the potting scene. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't even think of that. That's that's a good one. I like that. That's why you play the game, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's lots of things you could do. You could you can um you could say like you made fudge and you were packing it. <laughs> it came around. That's low. I think that's low hanging fruit. That's that too low like that's fruit. that's like a you know. Eighth grade joke. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so good to think that at some point someone was like, Fudge Packer! And the guy was like, Whoa! Oh my God. Like to the level of you're like, I'm literally compressing shit into another guy's asshole. And you can <laughs> that beautiful congruity that, that somebody ended up bringing into that. Uh, that is. If you're a comedian, that's the first thing you start noticing about life is the intricacies of like, you're like, oh man, that's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry how bad that is for a whole group of people, but fudge, packer. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever make that joke in the office? You know, packer, uh, Todd Packer. Did they ever call him fudge packer? I don't think so. No, I think like I'm, you said, low hanging fruit. It really is, unfortunately. But, but, but so th- it would work on the office because Michael Scott was all low hanging fruit. Yeah, that's true. Like that's what she said is super low hanging fruit. But he just made it funny. But I like. I think the sausage casing, probably the way to go. You're right. It'd be a little yeah, like less that. of of a low hanging fruit one. But yeah, fill that sausage. <laughs> Uh, I'm wondering. So, so in yours, you're looking to take on the the ghost as almost like a sensei. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Like, like a well, like a gay sensei. Yeah, like most would be scared at the at the concept of having a ghost, but the fact that I got to humanize him a little bit by learning about him by getting that magazine in the house just got me all excited about the possibilities because this is a guy that is never going to be able to tell my secrets to anybody is uh, not even a real person that I got to text or be around or is going to know my wife or anything like that. It's literally, this is my this is my imaginary friend. And it just so happens that he is going to be a black belt and coming. And uh, I just, you know, you make fucking food every day. It's good to be pretty good at cooking. You know what I mean? 
and if uh, every four months you get to have sex with a lady, uh, it, it it's a regular act at that point. So you got to be good at it. And I think that a a gay ghost, I don't know who would be better at instructing sex. Name it. You find me a better person than somebody that literally died having sex, probably. What was the cause of death of your of the guy you bought the house off of? Do you even know? I have no idea. I think it might have been cancer. This would be the time to make up something that would be funnier. <laughs> so we didn't shoot the podcast in the face. You should have said, you know, I think he died from rectal trauma. Oh man! All right, one more before we go. Oh, my favorite text I've gotten from you for a while. I didn't bring it up. Right. I may. I'm I don't wanna... probably not going to put that in. By the way. <laughs> All right. Well, you could take this out if you want to take it out because I don't even know if you want to give away this part of your joke. But <laughs> you were doing um, TikTok, and you did it at Book and Bar, and the Magic Johnson part didn't get a laugh on it. And you were like, yeah. Because he had AIDS. <laughs> and then later, two days later, you're like, I think I had a great save there. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, man, I laughed for like 10 minutes because <laughs> literally the joke was for everybody there, to, like not to give away the joke, but to give you the concept. I'll of give it. it away. It's fine. Okay. Okay. So he's talking about whose dick he would suck. And then he would say, well, he wouldn't want to suck Magic Johnson's dick, but at the same time, he'd probably get some drugs for sucking Magic Johnson's dick, because that's the only way he'd be alive to suck it twice. And uh, he said that to no laughs, and he went, because he's got AIDS, you see? <laughs> <laughs> and, and people, the, the only reason, <laughs> dude, it was awesome when I said that, because somebody, and I, I it might have been a Voss, I'm not sure, but somebody went, Oh, I don't know if you heard that from where you were, but I did. That I saw that guy. He was doing it sarcastically. He was like, "Oh, I get it now." But it was because <laughs> you were like, "Yeah, everybody knows Match Johnson." <laughs> <laughs> it got laughs though. <laughs> it just, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it did. It did. It was a great it's save. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you acted like you were. You pulled the. You were. <laughs> It'd be like if a, if a magician was on stage and he needed to pull a dove out of his hat and accidentally someone saw it in his sleeve and he was like, it's <laughs> like, what a great save. <laughs> what a great save that was. I smushed it into my arm. Uh, that's what you did to that dove of comedy on stage. <laughs> <sighs> I was surprised because that's the first time that that line had had like complete like deer in headlights looks to me. That's why it was so. And funny how many times have I done that joke? One. Yeah, you've done it ten times and it's worked nine of them. So <laughs> <laughs> it was just so good because <laughs> it'd be like if I was on stage <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, Jesus, he's a real pussy, huh?" Up on that cross because he's crucified. You get it? You see? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think for that particular crowd, I don't think they put drugs. I think they were thinking strictly like weed or cocaine or something. They weren't thinking like stave off the AIDS drugs. 
I think the second you said Badger Johnson, AIDS filled the room's inception brain portion of it. I don't think I don't think they put together AIDS reducing drugs though. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you're right, but I loved it. <laughs> I, <loved> it. <laughs> I do. I, every I had so that. much fun there. I had so much fun with that one. We had a good time. But all right, we we just put ten more minutes on this podcast for our outro, which is double the time, it, which is great, great way to do it. Um, yeah, if it's usable. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh man, I hope so because I just laughed my dick off. Um, I hope everybody else found that as funny as I did because that was so good. Uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful safe. But okay, we've talked about our beautiful Richard the Gay joke that we're going to raise as a same-sex couple and we're going to release it <laughs> into out of two households so we're going to see how he does that's 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 my outro that's what you have that's what you that's have what I, that's what i had for the outro this wasn't that good <laughs> why don't you mop it up oh shit well i'll put some stuff in here so you can kind of hear hear the initial version of the joke uh, and where we're starting from um, in addition to what we talked about already uh, at some point, don't know when, but uh, you know, we got some things coming up. We're going to be doing different jokes for a while. I think we're getting close for that comedy competition at the Burren um, and a few other things. And, and maybe after that, we'll, we'll go out, do the joke a couple times and then go over to one Broadway and record it nice and neat. And, um, come back and talk about how we think we did and maybe we'll end it there. Maybe we'll go a little further. I don't know. We'll see. But, um, yeah, we hope you guys enjoy that. Don't forget to like comment, uh, follow, share all that happy shit. And, um, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's how we end our podcast. (laughs) That's how we're going to do it. I just berated you. I was like, this is my chance. This is my chance to give Anthony a hard time because he did a really bad outro and then I fucked it up. I know. (laughs) Then you went, that's (laughs) You did the comic equivalent of what else? What else? (laughs) What else? (laughs) There's something else I want to say and I'm going to forget until we we end it and then maybe I'll put a thought bubble over my head like, duh. (laughs) All right, everybody. You ready for an outro? Let's do it. Okay. Here we go, everybody. So you're ready to come watch me and Wayne at One Broadway Collaborative talk about how we want to get ectoplasmed right in our face. And we're not going to make a weird face about it. We're not going to go like, ah, away. Uh, We're going to lean into it. We're going to lean right into that ghost ecto cum and we're going to make him happy. So that's it, everybody. So come with us, literally, on another step in the ghost quest for laughs. Good night. I do not want to die uh, most days. <laughs> the one cool thing uh, I think about dying would be being, becoming a ghost, right? You guys uh, see YouTube videos. You hear stories. Ghosts these days are really fucking boring, right? They're always roaming the halls, moaning and stuff, and sitting in the corner, crying for their lost lover. Well, guess what, Eleanor? Robert died 200 years ago. He didn't come back here, ghost ass pussy. He obviously didn't like it. (laughs) And he doesn't love you. So get on with your death and do something fun. You never see ghosts do anything fun or interesting, right? You ever wake up uh, for a 
midnight snack, go down to the kitchen and see, uh, see a ghost making a ham sandwich, kicking back a couple, two, three Bud Lights? No? You ever uh, walk down the streets a little, turn down an alley, see a specter in a trench coat, flash it real quick and disappear like a real life Snapchat? No. They're freaking boring, man. There. I, uh, anybody here ever been haunted before? Or see a ghost? You have? Did he show you his dick? That's my point. He does. I would love to be haunted. I, I, I want to see a ghost. I, I bought my house about eight months ago, and I know exactly who would haunt me. Uh, the guy that owned the house before me, his name was Richard, and he died about two years ago. And I have I'm sorry, I've learned a lot about him uh, because I started getting his mail. Uh, about two weeks after I moved in, I went to the mailbox and I saw a magazine addressed to him. And it was in a plastic bag, it had a white cover, white bag, so you can tell what it was. I'm like, sweet, I'm getting myself some post-mortem Playboy. I am in for this. So I bring, the, uh, I bring the magazine inside, I open it up, come to find out, old Dickie was gay. <laughs> he was gay. I, uh, he had a, uh, uh, an afterlife, uh, I'm sorry, afterlifetime subscription to Out Magazine. Now he's been dead for two years. I want to know how much he paid in advance because I've been getting this magazine now. I've read seven of them. And I said read them. I read every single one while my, while my wife is playing with my son in the other room. Uh, don't judge me. They have an awesome photographer. It's such a good magazine. But this is my point. This is the guy, this is the ghost that would haunt me. A gay ghost that now thinks I'm a closet gay man because I've read seven out magazines. What would he do to try to haunt me out of the closet? Then I wake up one day, all my stools are upside down, the legs all looped up. <laughs> Every time I turn on the TV, it's a birdcage marathon. All my bananas find their way into the freezer somehow. That's all cheeky fun. I'm, I'm fine with that. That's, uh, that's the good stuff. What I need to do is stay out of my sex life. I can't have him interrupting my quarterly conjugal with my wife. <laughs> and I know he would too, because don't forget, he thinks I'm a closeted gay man. So he's going to watch me doing the deed, which I'm not very good at, by the way. <laughs> he would watch me doing it and think I'm just doing it to go through the motions and try to hide everything. So he'd be right over here, like, you know, coaching me, like a ghost coach in my ear. You know, trying to get me in his, uh, his neck of the woods. You know, I'd be doing it and they'd be, uh, that's not what you like, Wayne. <laughs> what? Let her do it. Put it in the other one. What? What are you talking about? Why don't you uh, let us stick a figure in your booty hole? Don't fuck it up, man. That's good. That's my time, guys. Thank you very much.